Thank you, Lord. Father, we just give you praise and thanks this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for manifesting your presence here this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We know it is you. It is you that activate us. It is you that give us spirit life that we might express God. And we thank you, O oh God, that you have already released on us this morning. Thank you, Jesus. And, and I just allow myself now, Holy Spirit, to, to be used by you. I ask that you would yeah, make my tongue huh, the tongue of a ready writer. That I might speak your word, your counsel. And we just honor you this morning, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Stephen. Amen. Well, have a seat, guys. Amen. I understand my assignment. Now, we all need to understand our assignments, right? You know, we have a lot of traffic laws out there that we all break, eh? I think I still have a couple of tickets that I haven't paid as yet. I don't pay them until the last minute. I make sure to take them to the court and give them a... They have to work when it comes on to getting my money. Okay? And then even when I go to the courthouse, oh my. I don't deal with the... the you know, they call the guy dear your lordship. And I was not exactly in league with that. So he gave everybody a discount. Except me. And I'd rather, just to, just to tick him off, I was like, I pay the extra 70 bucks, no problem. But I ain't calling you that. Amen? But, it's my fault for being there. I should have obeyed the law, right? So it's their job to enforce the law. And God has placed them there. So I pay my ticket. And you know, I, you know one thing the Lord taught me through Maurice Sorello's uh, ministry, he died recently, but I, ha I still have that book that, um, it's called Son Build Me an Army and there's a truth that God taught him there's a spiritual uh, truth that the Lord really revealed to him that allowed him to save hundreds of millions of people but he was doing one one and one you know preaching kind of like Billy Graham type of mentality all over the world massive um, gatherings 30 40 50,000 people were listening to him speak can you imagine you're doing that Okay, very, very consistently you're doing that. And actually, he was in a, a meeting in somewhere in Europe with a large crowd, preaching the word of God to an audience. And he felt like he was having a heart attack. I'm not sure who read that book, but he felt like he was having a heart attack. And he, he got so bad that he had to come off of the stage and ask someone else to speak. And then he went back to his hotel. I mean, this guy didn't go to the doctor like most of us would. He went back to his uh, hotel and he was asking the Lord, are you taking me home? Am I going to die today? And it's at that moment that God said to him, what do you want out of your life? And he was, he was thinking, was I not preaching to the multitudes that you have called me to preach to? You see, God was going to take him out of that limitedness that he was in. And God taught him a principle about all truths being parallel. All truths are parallel. So I'm saying this to say that the assignment that God has given us in this ministry here is to enforce his word. Enforce compliance. That's why the, the tone is a little bit different. 
just like all the the cop because they are the ones that have been placed there right the law the the, the system out there of policemen and so forth yes sometimes they abuse their um, position but that's for God to deal with them but when it comes on to me the laws and so forth we are supposed to obey those laws right amen so when we come into this kingdom there are principles that we are supposed to obey as Christians and uh, you know just because many times it's it's voluntary so to speak we have to be willing the Holy Spirit is not going to you know push us to do things but when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord our master we give our lives to him he has a right now to lead us and to tell us what to do because we're saying that we're from his kingdom that means it's an agreement it's a legal agreement a covenant and and God can use certain tones and do certain things that's why the Bible says he chastens and scourges those whom he love what does that mean for what compliance for compliance for obedience purposes and that's one of the work that the Lord is doing in his um in his body in this day and age because we have been you know just wasting a lot of time and not do, not doing what the Lord has called us to do and this relates to the message that I'm gonna speak about it this morning which we have gone over before but the Lord is de demanding compliance he's demanding it for, for, for those of us you know look beautiful worship right and God is fulfilling his part of the bargain we feel the presence of the Holy Spirit manifested this is him doing his part and then the word that he releases to us is to encourage us to do our part on a consistent basis very consistent basis amen and this year you know we spoke about the other day I spoke about a, uh, the mammoth of being offended and I said that's that's something that we really have to focus on this is an area being offended walking in unforgiveness that is an area that you have to be militant in your Christian walk constantly militant because something is always happening to cause you to be offended and walking in unforgiveness and now you're before God we're walking in sin and I was stressing the importance of um, keeping a watch on that area of your life and make sure making sure that that don't creep in there well this one here pretty much every other revelation that we um, talk about here everything that we read in scripture without us having a good solid grasp of this in particular nothing works in our Christian life it's useless and I have seen the sufferings of not forget about congregants because many times we have no clue what this means but even ministers that we have been in other churches and they have absolutely negated this revelation that has been given to the body of Christ and this is we're talking today about are we really being led by the Holy Spirit are we being led by the Holy Spirit I let me tell you this guys God gave us spoke over our lives and told us that we were gonna have he was gonna he's calling us into the ministry and he get, told us the kind of ministry that he's actually calling us into and um, now I had a lot of people speaking over our lives 
prophets that traveled globally were speaking over our lives and prophetic people and i tell you guys if we did not know how to hear god's voice for ourselves right now we we would not be here because men and women of god that we trusted their voices and that they heard from god we would there were actually two other cities that we could have been in right now based on prophets speaking over our lives that's why when uh, people you know like we went to um third heaven ministries the other day and we took a group of you guys after church and they were releasing prophecies and prophetic words over you guys and i was like well praise god but i'm gonna burst some of the balloons on our way back down to london right because i've been in churches where they spoke words over people and then activated them in that calling immediately like immediately without any experience but remember for for this ministry to be initiated and going on now we have had we had to receive a word also it had to be confirmed and there was many things and we are not at, we are not even 10 percent of accomplishing that prophecy the fullness of the uh ministry that god has called us into we are not even five percent of accomplishing it but we go about the prophetic words that have been spoken over our lives in a detailed daily disciplined way to bring it to pass so i love when the lord released those prophetic words tayshan in particular don't worry him and i are we are brothers we punch so he punch i punch but he got a prophetic word when we are we we're up there also and you know prophetess andrea she's very accurate she has spoken words over our lives uh, myself and pastor kim that was like exactly unprecise like that's how accurate she is so i don't doubt when she speaks but on his way back that word that she gave him was very heavy and in the vehicle he began to i mean i think he already had a suitcase he was heading to the nations guys you were gonna say goodbye to Tishon. the guy really began to knock on my door about this prophetic word and we are not even 20 minutes back to london and i had to say Tishon, get back to church the seat at the back sit there and post my messages on youtube <laughs> okay don't pack no bag mentally because i can see the guy at the airport already in my imagination based on his excitement he's at the airport guys and there's nobody to receive him on the other end because of prophecy that's what listen when the lord speak that's how it moves you in the immediate right so we are god placed me here that i might you know deflate that balloon a little bit i don't doubt the word I know the calling that God is on his life, but timing and seasons and preparation is necessary, right? And that has no to do with the word came to him. That has to do with my message. We're talking about being led by the spirit. Okay. And in the church, I hope guys, we're not doing a good job about, uh, with this commandment that we have been given that we should be led by the spirit you know some of you guys are here the way we brought you to church was to you know grab your hand and ring you you know when you twist someone's arm and then you can 
direct them, their steps. No? Huh? Some folks here, that's why they came to this church. And there are some others that we did that and it didn't work. Meaning they somehow found a way to get out of that lock that we had them in. And they're roaming outside there. Because someone else spoke in their ear. We are good at turning up to church and hearing the revelations. But continuity, guys, discipline, we're too easily stimulated by another voice, which is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. That will take the prophetic word of going to the nations and throw it in the garbage bin. Let, being led by the Holy Spirit, not by your, when you come to Christ. Yes, the Lord can speak to, to you through a minister, can speak to you through your parents or someone in the church. But do you go back in your closet and make sure that you get the Holy Spirit's position on the words that you have received daily? As many as are led by my spirit, they are the sons of God. We want this here in Heaven's Lighthouse Ministry. We are going to go over it one more time by the grace of God. I'm sure ha! that the Lord told me to uh, speak about this today. I was actually hoping to get a week off. No kidding. Even though again the Lord had given me a word. And Pastor Kim didn't wait to go and speak to the Lord this week. I think she was thinking maybe he need a break also. And when she came back, that's exactly the word that the Lord asked me to speak about. That she released to me. For, for us to fulfill our mandate, the leading of the Holy Spirit, we value the voice of man too much. Too much. We value the, the voice of men. We have to get back to being led by the Spirit. And I mean, the, the Holy Spirit needs to dictate how you live your pre-Christian life. Period. He needs to rule that area of your life. We fear man too much. Some of us plug up in all, all different kind of... Um, some of us, even folks that I know, that God told me, listen, God is not bringing everybody to this church. And I'm not suggesting that, okay? But I know when the Lord is actually saying, come to this church. And people go, and the people actually came here and told me this, and they're in another congregation right now. Because they are so chicken. They don't listen to the Holy Spirit. They listen to the voice of a man. Or they listen to the voice of their mom and their dad. Listen, when you come into this kingdom here, you ought to hear God's voice for yourself. Period. Honor your mother and your father. But be led by the Spirit. And if they open their mouth and speak to you, and they're not speaking by the Spirit, disregard what they're telling you. You know, in the area, and there are a few areas, you know how many folks I know that went to school and did something only because the parents told them to do it? That's it. This is a good area. It pays really well. They are no better than this, uh, people that are in the world that are listening to the spirit that is in the world, the spirit of the world, in guiding their children. And God is... I'm pouring a little bit of... On, um, you know, we were all so excited about the worship. And here we go now. What is he about? Yeah. This has to be done, guys. God did tell me that he's going to be a wrecking ball.
Amen? Yeah. I hope you know. When I was here, in all of that euphoria, the Lord told me, go, go now. I was like, I'm leaving this thing because it looked like the Spirit, He has His hand on it. But when you saw me move from here, God said, you go now. So I know. I, listen, the reason why we are here, guys, we defy everyone that spoke to us. Family, friends, ministers, all of them, they are dead on the road. We left them there. The ones that did not speak the voice of God. I'm telling you. And if you're going to go anywhere in your life and in your ministry, you must adopt this. And you must be very rigid in this area. You must be very strong in this area. Or else you're dead in the water when it comes on to fulfilling your divine mandate. Amen? Let's go to scripture in regards to this. John 14. Ho! Oh! And verses 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. This is Jesus speaking. So who was the helper before? This one that he's going to send. Him, himself. He was the one that taught his disciples. He was the one that comforted them. He was the one that provided for them. And now he's going away. And he's saying, I will send you another comforter. A not an advocate. A helper. A counselor. One that can lead you in every decision that you want to make. This is the Lord speaking, and that's what he said. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Now, how much trouble do you think you would be in? We have, we have prayed for a long line of people there this week, okay? So don't tell me that this message is not relevant. We prayed for a long line of people. Hello. Now, if you knew that Jesus Christ was in the issue at home because he was physically there, do you think you'd have joined this line for prayer? I'm not saying not to come for prayer again, okay? You wouldn't join this line. No. So, the revelation that he is there in the form of the Holy Spirit must be a revelation that we understand and walk in. He said in verses 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but we know him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And verses 16, the B part, that he may abide with you forever. So this, the spirit of God that Jesus Christ promised us that we would receive, which was released on the day of Pentecost, is with us through thick and thin. Every single thing 
that happened in your life is there. Guys, I'm going to give you an intimate part of my life right now, okay? To explain this to you. When I was 17 years old, my dad died when I was 17. He was very ill before he died. And you could say, when he died, I was at home with him, and it's like, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the night, dark. And he died in my hands. Okay? And me, I don't deal with the dead, guys. We're looking for an assistant, Pastor, to bury anybody that died here, just so you know. I don't You know, Paul said God did not send him to baptize. Uh, me not deal with the dead. No. Well, unless God said deal with that, somebody else do it. That's kind of how I was then. I was like chicken. And the man died, and nobody else is in the house. And I'm there looking at him like this, thinking, whoa, he looks pretty peaceful more than all of those days that he, were, he was in pain. He, his face was shining. And I actually stood there and looked at him like that. And then I took my time. My, my older brother was away, out with friends. And by the time I got outside, he was coming. And I told him. And he went up that waking him up. I didn't go back. But I tell you, something supernatural happened that night that calm, gave me such calm, calmness. I don't know. I think back now, and the room was even bright. That there was the Holy Spirit. I fell out of a tree once. I was going after this ma mango. Okay? And I went on a, a, a limb that was dried, and it broke, and there was a dangerous tree that was underneath that mango. Dangerous, with pricks in it. And the thing broke, and I'm going down, and something grabbed me by the side and pulled me up. And I held back on another limb. I left the man and came down and grabbed my school bag and ran home. That was the whole spirit. I was going to school one morning, okay? And this guy, he always raced me. There, I got, went to a high school in a not so good area. And this guy always raced me every morning, race walking. And we don't talk, okay? So I used to outdo him. But one particular morning, I'm like, let him go. And no kidding, guys, they tried to rob him. 200, 300 meters in front of me. And guys just went like that with their knives. And they were taking his watch and taking the lunch money and everything from him. And I'm right behind the guy, okay? And I'm, I, I, I'm thinking, what should I do? Should I turn back, run in another direction? I did not move. I kept on walking. I just froze and kept on walking. The guys took everything that he had and then they're coming to me. And I walk right between them like this. It's like they never saw me. They did not even look. And I had to really, and then look back at them. That there was a Holy Spirit. You know, there, I, have, I had a, a confidence about certain things that I did not understand because God blessed me with them before, like he did for all of us. So, that's kind of like how I came through life, even though I was not reading scripture a lot, but I had this inner conviction about God. I went to, um, yes, I grew up in a Christian home. I went to Christian school. But this inner conviction about God that he molded in, in my life from a very 
young age. And now that we are, the God has called us and, you know, revealed this to us in a greater dimension, it's kind of very, very easy for me to be led by the Spirit. That means I don't, people can't stimulate me other God's will. And it doesn't matter what you have to offer. It doesn't matter what you have to offer. Right? Money, fame, speaking engagements, which most of the um, preachers in the body of Christ are selling out the Lord for anyways. I hope you know that, right? Those type of things, I'm not interested in them. I just want to do God's will. And I, just, and I have to hear his voice before any motivation is there. And we, are, we have to get to that place. Before you do anything, before you say anything, get the Holy Spirit on it. Amen? So yeah, that's what the Lord uh, is placing on my heart. That I need my church, I need my body to adhere to this design that I am the one that leads them. When it comes on to, li listen guys, when it, I'm going to pick on the ladies a little bit right now, okay? When you're, when you're giving your life to Jesus Christ, okay? And then it comes on to uh, marriage, okay? The Holy Spirit will lead you in this area. That means when the single guys come through the door, we don't chase them out of the church. Okay? We don't compete. And, uh, all of that madness that, that goes on is because we really are not trusting God. We're not living by faith. In the church of Jesus Christ, how many people we have married to people that has nothing to do with the Holy Ghost? And they destroy ministries. Because there are, there are marriages that are made in heaven. There are marriages that are made in heaven that somebody decided, I know a little bit better than the Holy Ghost. I'm going to mess this up. And, they, and we destroy a ministry just like that. God is waking us up. This is why we don't, we don't do church every day either. Some churches, every day they have something that's going on. They don't want the people to stay home in quiet. I hear God for them for themselves. They need to be stimulated in the soul. Keep them confused. One of the churches that we were in Toronto was like that. Every night is a service. I'm like, when do I get time to go back to my Lord, the lover of my soul? I want to lay in his presence. We had such a, a love relationship going on before you drag me in your, your services that are every night. I love spending time with the Holy Ghost. I love hearing his voice. And then I love to speak based on what he's telling me to speak. I love to minister to the people that he's given me something to speak to them and pray over those ones. I'm not interested in, in talking to everybody, guys. And I hope you, are, you guys are not either. And I'm not interested in people inviting me to congregations because they want me to come. You know, the famous ministers, they know the honorarium. You, you pay them the honorarium, put them on a plane, uh, rent a hotel, and they're there. We're used to that. Be led by the Spirit. We want folks in this church here to be led by the Spirit. And if you truly desire that He will reveal the things, the direction that He wants you to take, He will. Amen? But too much of, we're too self-willed. And we can see with our optical eyes. 
We, and we can envision and imagine. And we use that as our guide. And then when we went, go into problem now, we use confidence, family members and friends to comfort us. Bible said that he is the comforter. He is the helper, the Holy Spirit. Get to know him. This revelation must be in every Christian in this season. John 16. Actually, go to 1 John. 2 and verses 15. Am I got the right one? Yeah, 1 John 2. Uh, 15 it says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of God abides forever and that's one of the reasons why we, we, we can't wait for the Holy Spirit Jesus got baptized and Jesus was, was led into the wilderness and we don't want to be led into the, any place where God is going to uh, teach us where it's going to be quiet where there is going to be any struggles because of the lust that is inside of us that's why the Holy Spirit cannot have his way. We desire too many things that are of the world. And it's so easy for some other voice to come and communicate. And it resonates in us because we're lusting after the world. The prince of this earth has come and he has found nothing in me. He didn't find anything in Jesus. Why is he finding it in his disciples? After offering the Lord everything I the, the devil offered Jesus Christ everything that, that he's asking offering us 0.0% of and we're saying yes to 0.0% and our Lord said no to 100% it's gonna be some quiet moments in this church very quiet moments in this church we're gonna think before we speak we're gonna make sure that the Holy Spirit is on whatever it is that we're speaking and communicating to others and then when we receive things we're gonna go back and get confirmation individuals in the in churches need to understand this if regardless of which age bracket you're in the minute that you come into this kingdom the whole the Holy Spirit is available to you to guide you to teach you to comfort you to help you they often use the the Greek word parakletos meaning to call we have to call on him he's not going to force his way we have to call on him by faith we're looking for something that is tangible we're looking for someone to speak to us that we can see with our eyes, that we can touch. 
But how about if you're born again, you have a spirit man inside of you? It's the key to your ministry coming to pass. Let's go to John uh, 16. And we'll read from verses 12. Jesus speaking here. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. The spirit of truth. My father for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak that means he's communicating to us the things that he's hearing from the father and the son those are the things that he's releasing to us and he will tell you things to come he will glorify me for he will take off what take off what is mine and declare it unto you and that's what the Lord promised us that he would send another comforter another advocate and it's more beneficial if I go he had said because of the ability of the Holy Spirit to communicate to each and every individual on the planet in one moment he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all things that the father has are mine when we received the Holy Spirit we did not get the third person of the Godhead that is any less than the father and the son but we treat it we treat him accordingly we don't regard his voice we're too there are too many options there that we can select we void the Holy Spirit in our lives. I mean, prophecy can't come to pass. You can't walk in the Spirit without the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that we should walk in the Spirit and we would not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You cannot walk in the Spirit without the Holy Spirit. We have to be dependent on Him. He's the one that directs an individual that directs a ministry people here you know I use Tayshan as another example I knew him before he went to school before he began college I never told him what to study nope I never I don't own those areas of people's lives as a pastor you know many times people come I say go and pray if the Lord reveals something to me I will communicate it to you but why don't you go and pray and seek God for directions on, on where what to study in school and now he's in an area that is being the I can see the grace of God on his life from he initiated that course until now I can see the grace of God on his life and I go I just encourage him and he's walking with God and that makes me a free man I don't have to walk around burdened what am I gonna say to this person what am I gonna say to that person I just send them into their prayer closet let them pray learn to hear the voice of God 
Because where the Lord leads you, every, all of the supplies will be there. But if I tell him, go and study this, because I'm going to speak to him. Many times we speak to people, it's out of our fear. That's why we have so many um, folks from certain areas. Everybody's in the medical field. Go do a, become a nurse. Because, you know, they, listen, you know what, when they tell you that, you know what they don't believe? I'll tell you what they don't believe. They don't believe this scripture, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. And that he really owned the, the gold and the silver. So they go, safety is here, not in God. This is how Christian, this is how we speak in, in church. And then we take the scripture and paint it. Pure head knowledge. Motivated by fear. Rather than say, because why? What if the Lord wanted to make a minister out of this person? Or wanted to take them a different route? He can take you a different route, you know. He doesn't always have to take, like I didn't go to a, you know, Bible college in that sense. I went, I went to different classes and so forth. Thank God I didn't go to Bible college. Or else the spirit would not be moving in this church like that. 80% chance. Because only a few of them understand what we're doing here. And I, let me, and I didn't need them to understand scripture either. I can read that on my own. That's why I encourage people, read the Bible. I don't have to go to Bible um, college and I read the thing and the Holy Spirit revealed what he needs to reveal to me, period. What am I doing in Bible school? That's not to say that the Lord don't send some people to Bible school. So let's not be religious now, guys. Let's balance it out. But I, I followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. So the Lord told me, quit my, your job, stay home and read the word and pray. So I did that. And I did that for two and a half years. That's all I did. Most people would go, oh, I'm called. And they run to Bible college. Forgetting that the Holy Spirit is the one knowing your calling and knowing what is relevant for you to learn in regards to fulfilling that calling. You don't have to be mechanical about it. Is, is the operational system that he chooses for everyone is not the same. Encourage them to pray and encourage them to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's what we ministers are called to do. Where, I mean, I've been in churches where they told guys that you're going to be in business. No kidding. One example, some of you all know it too. They told this guy, and let me tell you something, I kick my opponents and my detractors every chance I get. And I ain't apologizing for that either. This guy came to church and they said, you're going to be a businessman. And the next day the man quit his job. Yeah. And then he got in trouble at home. And I had to go and fix that situation. I said, you might be called to be a businessman. Have you been to uh, business school or do you have any experience in this field? Nope. I said, go and get a job. I just defied the man of the house right there. It's madness. This is not how you bring prophets to, to pass, guys. I know you guys love prophecy. And I know you like to, um, you know, irk your man of God to prophesy man of God. Right? And they have a gifting. But, you know, anything that you communicate to people, you must do it with a little bit of wisdom. Instructions. Especially if they're younger. Or else you're going to have guys, you know, dressing like this. And, um, you know, next morning you see them at the airport. Where are you going? Thus say the Lord, I'm going to China. <laughs> do you speak the language there? Nope. Oh, God Almighty. The Holy Ghost. It must be a daily routine. 
a daily thing. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians. On 2 and verses 9. But as it is written, I has not seen nor hear heard nor have entered into the entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him but God has revealed them to us through his spirit through his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of God for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him oh my god this is another brain that we christians have you know another brain another man that the people of the world if we brought them here now they would say that we are mad they don't get this because they have rejected the author of life so he's not giving them his wisdom and his understanding Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. The answer is that we're looking for. Who has them? The Holy Spirit. We have to, be, we have to start fellowshipping with Him. We have to start speaking to Him. Don't just say good morning. After you read Benny Him's uh, good morning, Holy Spirit, okay? Don't say good morning to Holy Spirit for one week because you're excited. And then by the second week, you forget that he's around still. The memory of that revelation is gone. Character, we said, has memory. Character has memory. We have to continue in the things. Don't be a forgetful hearer or a man that looks in the mirror and see himself and then go for from that mirror and forget what manner of man that he is verses 12 now we have now we have received not the spirit of the world hello this you see why the competition that is there now the spirit of the world and the spirit of the world has millions of voices that he can use to communicate to us Not only on the TV screen. That's why I like to read from my Bible. Tayshan is pointing me up there. I'm looking down here, guy. This is my Bible. Let me read from it down here. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Let me tell you, guys, when you really are being led by the spirit, there is no news that is going to hit you that's going to hit you for six no nothing when when the spirit of god i'm telling you guys things will happen it will shock some people and then you will go okay i did not know that let me go see what god is saying about that somebody someone died okay let me go talk to god about that no news is gonna hit you too hard when the spirit of god is inside of you nothing that you see in the pews is gonna hit you too hard you're built for impact and you're more solution-oriented. Lord, what would you have me do? That's what Paul asked 
what would you have me do? But if you're in the flesh, oh, the, the knees is like shaking now. When you're on that, by the time you're on that plane, and then the Holy Spirit says, that was not me. Ha! You know, Tayshan took all of the money and first class. Right? He's in first class. And look at his socks. Very colored. Beautiful. And then the Holy Spirit now says, where are you going? Oh, where you sent me? I'm going to China. Do you have a plane fear to go back once you land? Hello, guys. Yeah, we'll keep ourselves out of problem. Verse, uh, where am I again? I'm laughing at my own jokes and forget about the whole thing right now. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Verses 13. These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. And some of us are confused because we're not filled with the Holy Spirit. So how do we, how do, when the natural man cannot understand the things of God, and then we, re, we, we speak like that, and then they go, huh? We need the Holy Spirit to understand the things of God. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. The people in the world, this is why they disagree with you now. Are you crazy? You're doing what? You're studying what? They don't see any future in it. They don't, you're wasting your time. They will talk you out of your calling. They will talk you out of the blessings of God that he has prepared for you. Because they don't understand spiritual things. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. I'm telling you guys, I'm bad in this area here. I'm telling you, there's nobody in my family that can't talk to me. Are you kidding me? They're scared to call me, guys. And I love it that way. Everybody that I know that would speak a word to me, I'm telling you, guys, they don't call me. I will floor them in a moment's time. And I tell them, when you come, when you come since you come as an opposition, don't, don't come as a one individual. I need, because it's too puny for me. You know, some people are pressured by one person because they are some type of family member. I need all of my family to come and, take, and try to take me out of the will of God. Guys, the mere thought makes me mad. Can you imagine if they turn up? The mere thought of someone taking me out of God's will, it aggravates me, guys. I'm telling you. My blood pressure would rise. God would have to help me out. Nobody's taking me out of the will of God. Listen, they don't teach this in Catholic um, church, you know. Now, to wrap this up, if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit since you believe Jesus, guys, he's here this morning. For some of us, it's a reminder to stay in the Spirit. For some of the younger ones, even now, this is still not your reality. Oh my God. Hello. Whenever you talk about him, he's here.
He is here. The promise came. It, it manifests. Go to Acts 2. And verses 1. That which our Lord spoke came to pass. Huh. He made good on his promise. And he went up and had dialogue with the Father. And the Spirit of God came. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And look at this. And, and suddenly, huh, there came a sound from heaven. Suddenly, guys, he came in a hurry. Huh. He, was a, he had an assignment. And he moved through the cosmos huh, and landed on planet Earth on our behalf. And the apostles that were waiting in that moment, they tasted of his presence. They were filled. Oh, because he's been here 2,000 years, even though he was before, in a manifested way to lead us. We somehow think, ha, huh, that he has calmed down, that he doesn't move so suddenly again, huh, that he's not available to us. And we disregard him for the voice of mom and dad huh, and specialists outside in the world. And he's waiting to manifest himself in us. Who's ready to go back? Huh! Who is ready to go back to being led by the Spirit of God? Who is ready to go back in their closet and pray? And wait until he tells you what to do. Ha! Or stay in there and die. Ha! Who's ready to do that? He's looking for men and women that are willing to do this again. We have sold out dependence on the Holy Spirit. Ha! For the Canadian mentality here. 40 years as a slave in the work system. And then they promise you retirement. And more than, after you have spent 40 years in this system here, I'm telling you, if you make it out and have health, the, the grace of God was on your life. This system chews up men and put them on grown men and women. Don't you see them on the street? On four-wheelers. Well-designed four-wheelers that are made for the side. It destroys you. That's the spirit of the world. That's where it, it destroys you physically, mentally. And then prepare a special place for you. It's called hell. Because usually that's where that spirit takes you. To the belly of the herd. To a place that is called hell. Waiting for the lake of fire. The Holy Spirit will lead you to heaven. I'd rather be led by the Holy Spirit. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, huh, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. He is available. If you will ask him to come in, he will take away your fear.
Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke 11, verses 11. If a son asks for bread, from, if a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? We want to pray this morning for anyone here that has really given their lives to Jesus Christ that you will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Open your heart to this. The reason why we will, you will have strength to deal with the coming days, weeks, months, and years is because you receive Him. He will navigate your Christian walk and empower you daily, minutely, on this earth. And it will culminate, it will end When you leave this earth, he will deliver you into the hands of Jesus, your Lord. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is. For any man on the planet, he's available like this. Ha! For those who have this understanding about being led by the Spirit, allow him to lead you. If he doesn't lead your life, shipwreck. Guarantee shipwreck. If it is you, if it is your own um, things that you want to do, you like to do, or someone thinks that you should be doing, we're gonna be const constantly praying and praying and praying and praying until you give him absolute control over your life. Trouble lies ahead. Amen. So we praise God in heaven's lighthouse ministries. Father, I thank you this morning that this revelation is in the hearts and minds of your children. This understanding is in us, O Lord. And we know that you, Holy Spirit, have a design. You have a will for every individual that is here. I thank you, Lord, that we are led by the Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that we counsel, that we pray, that we seek you. In everything that we do that we seek you for confirmation every time we receive a word oh, every time even your prophet says thus saith the Lord I thank you Holy Spirit that we'll come to you for confirmation yes Lord. I thank you what you're doing in your church you're taking us back to the book of Acts we honor you Holy Spirit we praise you we thank you that you lead this ministry. You lead this ministry, O oh Lord. 
and you lead the individuals that are here and you lead us collectively as a church and thank you Lord that you are also available even now Holy Spirit you are available even now to baptize everyone that will ask you to baptize them we thank you Father in the name of Jesus Christ Amen.